0: Welcome to Be a Better Speaker with me, Graham David, expert speaker. And this podcast is for you if you want to be a better speaker, facilitator, presenter or trainer. It's full of practical tools, tips and techniques to help you be better. This podcast is sponsored by bluebeetle.co.uk and grahamdavid.co.uk. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about PowerPoint should you use? PowerPoint for your presentations. And this episode is going to be slightly different from some of the episodes that I've uh, done previously. So if you've heard those, then you you might notice a bit of a difference. If not, hey, it's on you anyway. Um, and I'm going to tell you the answer straight away. Should you use less PowerPoint? In fact, should you ditch using PowerPoint altogether? And the answer is, generally speaking, yes, you should stop using PowerPoint. Now, there's going to be loads of qualifiers. I'll talk through the qualifiers in a moment and I'll talk through um, why my initial contention is you've got to stop using PowerPoint. Uh, But so we're absolutely clear, there's going to be a couple of exceptions, there's going to be a couple of uh, rules, there's going to be a couple of things you need to consider. So there are always going to be certain circumstances where you have to use PowerPoint. I'm going to ask you to consider whether you do have to use them because the, 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 the most Often repeated pushback when I say use less PowerPoint, or as I'm saying in this episode, use no PowerPoint, is we have to. And what people usually mean when they say we have to is that's just how we've we've all done it. Um, Particularly when you've joined a business, you go and see a presentation, they use PowerPoint. When you're twins with somebody else for a a presentation, for example, or a pitch, they use PowerPoint. And it quickly becomes apparent that everybody uses PowerPoint. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to. But in some circumstances, you do. So if the audience is very, very, very large, uh, then you might decide that PowerPoint will help. If there's a particular degree of expertise in terms of something technical, something highly visual, some numbers, uh, if you're an engineer, for example, you may find that actually you can't do your presentation without showing some slides. But I really want to get down into this because For most people I work with, when they talk about their presentation, what they actually mean is their slides. And without stating what I hope isn't too overwhelmingly obvious, your presentation and your slides are two separate things. Now, whether you use uh, Prezi or PowerPoint or Keynote or any of the other many, many versions of slideshows that are about, those are slides. Those are your visual support to your presentation. Your presentation, when everything else is stripped and taken away, is you talking to some other people. And I think many people lose sight of this. The best presentation you can give is something that holds your audience's attention. Whether you're selling something, or convincing, or challenging, or launching a new idea, or trying to motivate and inspire set the direction for the coming year whether you're even having a a once a week or a once a month catch-up with your colleagues or peers or bringing some ideas and suggestions to the boards in all of these cases your presentation is you and it's what happens between you and your audience so without going all intangible on you I did say this was a slightly different episode it's it's not quite a rant. It's not quite a soapbox. It's, it's me trying to share some, some ideas with you, some philosophy here about this. That presentation is what happens between you and your audience. That is really what we're looking to work on and improve. And it's that that many people get wrong because, as I've already just said, their presentation in their mind is the slides. And the slides are just backing up what you do. Now I'll challenge you just to think about some of the presentations you've seen recently or if you really want to go for this think about some of the presentations you've given recently and think about all of the slides you've seen and be honest about this there are people who pretty much have a slide for every sentence there are other people who have all of their text on the slide and literally read it to you I don't know how much you use slides you you might say oh well you know I just put some pictures up and I talk around them but for most people that isn't true most people use too many slides far too much and there'll be some really obvious areas where if you're looking to reduce your slide count it's not difficult it's as simple as do you need for example A picture of your org chart, if that's something that you always do? For that matter, do you need to talk about your organization's strategy, uh, your organization's chart? Is that something you actually need to do at the start of some of your pitches? Maybe, maybe not. Does every last point you say have to be illustrated and written? Now, the reality is probably not. And at heart, you know that this is right because one of the the top comments and complaints is always, you you know the phrase, you know the joke, death by PowerPoint. If everybody knows it, maybe it's a bit of a cliche, but if it is a bit of a cliche, it's coming out of something that we all recognise. We've all been to those presentations with just way too many slides. So at the very least, we've got to look at starting to cut some of the number of slides down. But maybe we go cold turkey. Maybe we go beyond that. Maybe right at the start of this, I said, I think you should stop using PowerPoint. Why? Because when you're using PowerPoint, our focus isn't on you. And remember what I was saying about a presentation, a good presentation, a brilliant presentation, a presentation that people will remember for a long time because of the connectedness they had with you the emotions that you raise as you are describing a a solution to them or illustrating an issue that you had solved or making an offer to them that you knew was going to be a great offer for them that they were going to have to take. Now all of those feelings and emotions start to happen when we are attending a presentation and when we as an audience are utterly engaged with listening to bolting into Uh, considering, working, asking, being answered, all of these things in a presentation. And all of that is sidelined when there's a big bright screen up showing, frankly, too many graphs and charts. Now, you instinctively know this because you know that when you are at your best talking to friends and family, loved ones, you know that you can hold the floor, you can tell a story. You can talk about what happened on holiday. You could describe an issue you've had at work. All of those normal elements of of human interaction that we all do happens naturally, early form of wireless communication. All of that takes place without PowerPoint slides. But something happens. When people get into the idea of a conference, when they get into the idea of having to make a formal presentation... Something kicks in that you've got to have slides. Now, if you've got to have slides, have slides. But I bet you don't. Not for everything. And if you do have to have some slides, I bet you need a load less than you're currently using. Now, you can do an easy test on this. If you regularly present, and at your presentations, you get, or a couple of days before your presentations, you get a handful of emails from people saying they can't attend. Would you mind sending them the slides? You've, you've experienced that. I know you have. And you send them the slides. And they go, that's great. Thanks very much. I'll look these over. So if they could read the slides and get the sense of what you were talking about, why did they need to attend anyway? If that's the amount of detail that is in your slides... Why don't you just make slides and send that out? I mean, that will be brilliant, wouldn't it? You wouldn't need to get everybody together in a big room. You wouldn't need to give up your time and their time. That's an expense, isn't it? You could just send the slides out. And you might very well think I'm being flippant now. Oh, just get rid of the slides. Well, just don't allow that. But really think, really think about all of the presentations you've seen and what have been the ones that have stuck in your mind and why have they stuck in the mind and I'll take a punt at this I'll guess which are the ones that really work for you they were the ones when somebody or some bodies were on stage and they were sharing ideas with you and whether it was I don't know stripped down and felt natural and honest and authentic whether that was what appealed to you or whether it was the sense of drama, maybe they strode on stage and said, ah, and they were funny and they were engaging and they made you all laugh. Whether they were very commanding, whether they came on with a level of authority, whatever it was, I bet it was that interaction between you and them. Whether it was three or four of you in the audience or three or four hundred or a couple of thousand, they are the moments that you recall and remember because of the feelings and the emotions that were elicitate, uh, elicited at that point. I, I bet you're struggling to remember much of the slide detail that you've seen over the years. Now again, you might think I'm being flippant. Oh well, you've got to have slides to detail the key points. You've got to have slides to illustrate what you're talking about. And I don't disagree with you. If you have to have those details, then great, put them up. But I'm simply asking you to consider what is it about the best presentations you have ever seen. I don't mean good. I don't even mean, yeah, not too bad for this organisation or that topic. Or, yes, not bad considering how nervous he or she was. I mean, the ones that really stick out in your mind. The ones that you walked out thinking, wow, that's it. That, now I've got it. I understand it. Or, yes, I want to buy it. Or, yes, that solved the problem. Or, I feel motivated. I want to go and do this back in my workplace. I bet there's only a handful of those. And I bet you in all of those, slides were not the element that took you over the edge to being one of the best presentations you've ever seen. And what was it that really caught you up in the story? What was it that made that presentation so good? Well, I don't know which ones you're thinking of right now, but I bet you... It'll be something to do with the way the speaker held your attention. They may have used humour or gravity. They may have bounded around the room with huge amounts of energy or they may have been very, very still. Perhaps it was the sense of occasion that they brought. Maybe it was their authority on stage or... Or maybe it was the entire opposite. Maybe they just made you laugh and relax and you felt like you related to them. One thing is sure, all of that came from the speaker's attention to that presentation. How they came across to you and how you then related back. Now if you spend all of your time before the presentation creating slides... It doesn't matter how great the slides are. You might produce the most beautiful slides. The problem is that all of your preparation time is spent on how the slides look, and they should be only a small part of the overall presentation package. They are just slides to underscore you as the presenter. And then when you're on stage, if the slides are everything, then all they are doing Is taking attention away from you. And no matter how good those slides are, let's be honest, most people's slides aren't that good. But they then start to draw attention away from all of the good work you can do as the speaker. So, a slightly different episode this time. I've not given you a number of points to consider or a number of rules to work with or a couple of challenges to think about. I've given you one central idea. A central idea is stop using PowerPoint or whichever slides you use. And if you can't stop doing it for all of them, think about stop doing some of them. And if you can't stop slides altogether, if you can't go cold turkey, cut down the number of slides that you've got. Because when you do that, you're faced with one truth that you cannot avoid and that is when you're on stage everybody has to look at you. There's nowhere else to look. That might fill you with fear or it might just help you to understand that at that point you can now really start to work on how you engage with us as your audience. And that is where the true presentation happens. Because now as we watch you and we listen to you, we understand what you're saying and we follow the emotions that you're creating with us in the room at that time, something special starts to happen. Because now this is a live presentation. This is not a bunch of slides that you can just send to somebody for them to know what's going on. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's been absolutely wonderful talking to you as always. I look forward to getting your feedback. thanks for listening to be a better speaker if you'd like to help me to keep making these podcasts for you please consider subscribing right now leave a rating or leave a couple of words of encouragement be great to hear your reviews my name is graham david expert speaker and this podcast is sponsored by bluebeetle.co.uk and grahamdavid.co.uk